It's Monkey Doo's Movie Reviews. Get a snack, relax, and enjoy the show. So this weekend was very fun, wasn't it? Yeah, what did we do, Luke? Why don't you tell our listeners? So we went to Disney World. We read the Slinky Dog Coaster, Tower of Terror, Guardians. We wrote it all. Yeah, we had a great time. Don't you think so, Dad? I love every time that we get to go to Disney World or Universal. It's yeah. a blast. And I agree with you. And should we ask each other, what was our favorite ride? Absolutely. What was yours? My favorite ride, this and every time we go, is definitely Guardians of the Galaxy Coaster. Agreed. I have three. Thank you very much. Tower of Terror, Slinky Dog Coaster, and the Guardians of the Galaxy. You hanging out with Chris Pratt, having a breeze. Yeah. It is the best ride that I have ever been on. And we got lucky. We got September as our song for the ride, which is my favorite. It's my second favorite. So we don't want to leave our special surprise lady. So let's hop into it. And our special surprise is, drum roll please. It's Nana! Welcome to the show, Nana. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm really honored to be here. So do you have anything to say about how you love this podcast or anything like that? (laughs) (laughs) This is by far my favorite podcast, and it's done by my favorite author. And your favorite? Florida grandson. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jacob. Yeah. You're old and stinky. And I'm and I'm her favorite grandchild, fun fact. <laughs> she told me that at Epcot. Don't tell any of the other ones. Yeah. So welcome to Lukey Doo's movie reviews. I'm your host, Luke White. I'm Daniel White. And I'm Ashley White. And you are us. <laughs> of course. So Nana came in town to visit us this week. So I chose a movie that is special to me and her. This week, we are reviewing Coraline, rated PG. So let's actually get into it. Let's do it. So excited. So since our special guest is here, how about you tell us your favorite character? My favorite character in the movie is the mangy feline. He is played by Keith David. I like him because he knows everything and he is very witty without trying to be. So do you have any more or is that just it? I like all the characters except one and we'll get into that in a minute. Okay. So... How about, let's see, who should go now? Beloved favorite daughter, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing some shade at TT. TT doesn't listen to this. (laughs) She does. 
my favorite characters are Miss Spink and Miss Forcible. I love that they're eccentric oh, and actresses and they exude and personify any performer I have ever come in contact with, including myself. So naturally, they would be my favorite characters. So that leads into my favorite characters. So I'm going to leave the the thing that's related to y'all and yours best for last. Okay. So I like Mr. B, the Bell Dam, and Spink Enforceable. Okay. Who's Mr. B? Mr. B is Mr. Alexander Bobinski. He is played by Ian McShane. Ooh, I love Ian McShane. He, we, I believe we've had some shout outs with with from of him before mm -hmm. i think from one of our previous episodes power up i think that's literally i think we shouted out him on power up yep it did yeah did. so it's dad's turn so i'm the best right you said the best for last mm, no <laughs> uh, you missed all right uh, this is not my favorite movie in the world, so I <laughs> I had to think, and my favorite character is the other father. Oh, oh good ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I think he's funny because he's just like all ho-hum, and he's trying to be happy, and when you find out that he's really just under a spell. And, and he's a pumpkin. Basically, and yeah. And he's trying to... And he's trying to help Coraline beat the bell dam. He is, because he's just miserable there. And that's how I feel watching the movie most of the time. Sorry. Yeah. But that's but it, I like him. He's a he's a good character. I feel bad for him because he's trapped under a spell and thank God he died. He must have been happy in mm -hmm. pumpkin heaven. <laughs> pumpkin heaven. Oh, that sounds like Nana's heaven. Yes, it does. Yeah. So let's move on to favorite parts. So since I'm a lover in this movie, I'm going to have to say pretty much everything. Okay. So how about beloved Nana's turn? Oh, thank you, Mookie. Um, my favorite part of the movie, there I have two favorite parts, and the first one is when the other father takes Coraline flying over the garden, Aww. and all of the flowers light up, and it becomes beautiful, and she she sees her face, and she's very happy in that moment. It's, it's short-lived, but she's very happy. And Coraline is usually having a miserable life. She, she can't be a miserable person. But my other favorite part is when Coraline finds her courage and she realizes that she loves her real parents and she wants to fight for them. That always makes me feel very, very happy when I watch that. Yeah. So it's beloved favorite daughter. Oh, he just keeps throwing that in there. <laughs> I'm going to keep rubbing it in until this episode's over. <laughs> My favorite part of the movie is when mom and dad sell their story and they surprise Coraline with the gloves that they saw in the store that they originally couldn't afford to get her. Ooh, good one. Yeah. 
it just warmed my heart to see that mom remembered that Coraline wanted something so special. And when they finally were able to afford it, they surprised their child because they loved her so much. Yeah. So it's dad's turn. Krusty Meatloaf. Favorite part of this movie, I have two, surprisingly. Um, I have where the other father sings the song, making up a song about Coraline. Dun, 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 dun. Sing it. No. Making oh. up a song about Coraline. She's a peach, she's a pal, she's a friend of mine. No, it's a peach, she's a peach, she's a doll, she's a pal of mine. Oh, yes, I messed it up. See, go. that's why you yeah. gotta sing it. See, he's right. And I like that part because it gets stuck in my head and it's not like an unjoyful song <laughs> playing in your head. It's okay. And my second favorite part is when the ending credits show up because I told you, this movie just stresses me out on so many levels. <laughs> so you like the part when it's over? I love it when the movie is over. It's not a bad movie. I don't know what it is about it. It just puts me like in a mood where it stresses I, you yes, out. Yes, I just I get them. It's uncomfortable for me. Understood. Maybe because you don't want your son to go through a little door. I don't want you to go through a little door. No, I don't. Okay. No, I do not. So let's go to least favorite character. And we have a Daryl Hannah, least favorite actor. So it's beloved father's turn. Oh, oh. me. My least favorite character is Wybie. I do not like him. He's creepy. Granted, being a creep and stalking Coraline throughout the movie means that he ends up saving the day at the end. But he's still just a weird, weird little kid. And yeah. Hi, Jonesy. What about your Daryl Hannah? Ooh, the Daryl Hannah Award for the the worst actor or actress. Yes. Mm. I don't know. I kind of, I don't, I don't really have one in this. I feel like everybody was just kind of what they were supposed to be in this. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I guess. So, my turn. Well, my least favorite character, I'm going to follow suit with dad. I do not like YB. I don't understand the point of him. Coraline doesn't really like him. Yet she's forced to hang out with him. They antagonize each other. So, yeah, he comes in and saves the day. But and they, they become friends. It's all about YB's point was for Coraline to make a friend. So I, I get the point. I stand corrected. I still don't like him. <laughs> Whatever. And my Daryl Hannah for this movie, normally I really enjoy Dakota Fanning in any role that she plays. However, I just don't like her in this movie. I think that she is obnoxious. She's whiny. And maybe that makes her the best actor in the movie. I don't know because maybe she played the part too well that I just don't like her, but I don't like her. Okay. You speak loud and clear, Mom. <laughs> My least favorite character was nobody. But I'm going to see if I can think of a 
of a an Daryl a a Daryl Hannah. Dakota Fanning, I don't like her. I never have, but this is the only movie I enjoy her in. But other movies, I'd put her on the Daryl Hannah. Hmm. So I'm right. in a Daryl Hannah for other movies. So best for last. Thank you. I do agree with my beloved daughter, <laughs> Dakota Fanning. I don't think was the best choice for this, um, but she was not um, my Daryl Hannah of the movie. I think that YB, whoever played YB, still don't know his name, was um, an extremely forgettable, monotone um, actor in this movie. And he doesn't make me cringe, but I would say he's my least favorite and the the worst actor by far. Okay. Speak loud and clear. So now let's move on to least favorite parts. So whose turn is it? Who will it be the favorite daughter? <laughs> my least favorite part, um I have a couple I, I don't like how the parents, the original parents, the true parents treat Coraline. They're very stressed out, very worried about money, but that is no excuse to dismiss your child and make her feel unwelcome or unwanted or like a bother. I understand that they needed to set up the story so that she would go into the little door and enjoy the other mother, but they didn't have to do it in such a way that the parents treat her so poorly. As parents, I think that we can all understand times when we can't afford things that we want to get for our, our, our children, but we still need to show them love and compassion and grace, even in our own stressful moments. I also don't like the plot of the movie. I don't really understand the point of the movie because it's almost as though I had to do some research on the movie to even kind of understand it. And what I read was that the original author of Coraline wrote it for his daughter to show that the grass isn't always greener on the other side, just because your parents are busy all the time or not spending as much time with you as they should. And I just really think that's a poor excuse to be a bad parent. I, I don't think that because you're busy working or because you're stressed out that you should be a bad parent. So I, I don't think that excusing your behavior by saying, oh, well, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. You should be grateful that you even have parents. I, I just don't. I just don't like it. So sorry, guys. Sounds like a horrible parent. Yeah. So it's Nana's turn. Pammy Mac. Oh, thank you. <laughs> My least favorite part goes in line with Ashley. My least favorite part of the movie is when Coraline and her real mother are at the store and her real mother is completely ignoring her and she doesn't buy her the gloves. Um, I understand that they couldn't afford them, but I felt like the original mother handled it very, very poorly. 
And as a Nana, it broke my heart that the mother was treating her in that way and ignoring her completely. Um, I agree with Ashley that it had to be set up so that Coraline would want to go to the other mother's world. Um, so it was necessary, but it still broke my heart as um, a Nana wanting to buy everything I can for my grandchildren. Yeah, usually when I used to spend the night with you, you would buy me something. Carps. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's Dad's turn. <clears throat> well, as I have already mentioned, I am a curmudgeon when it comes to this film. So my least favorite part of the movie is when I sit down with Luke. <laughs> he says, Dad, let's watch a movie together. And I say, okay. And I get really excited. And he chooses Coraline. <laughs> <laughs> because that means the next hour and how long, Luke? An hour and 40. An hour, the next hour and 40 minutes of my life is going to feel like six days. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to watch this movie. The only plus side to it is that I'm spending time with you. That's it. Yeah. My least favorite <laughs> part. <laughs> Forget you, Dad. Because yep. cool. I did write nothing but listening to you and, and Nana's speech. Mm -hmm. Um. I do not like the way Coraline's parents treat them. I never really, I understand they're a little poor in a kind of way and they have to write books and they paid for this expensive thing, but, and you can even tell they're kind of poor because at the beginning, the father only pays the moving guy one dollar and twenty five. A dollar twenty five. Oh yeah, for a tip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good observation. Which that twenty five cents is not a good tip. No, it's not. You can tell they're dearly running out of money, and they don't even have like ten dollars. It's but. I don't like the way the parents treat Coraline. Coraline for for busting her butt off to 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 do what she is doing for her parents. Yeah, saving their lives. She they get treated they treat her horribly. Well, let me let me let me go back if I may before we move on. I want to be fair. I was just kind of being silly. Um even though I meant every word that I said. <laughs> um, I want to be fair because you picked this movie and, and we're supposed to analyze it the, the way that we should. My least favorite part really of this movie is when they are in, when she's through the door and she's having to go through and meet all of her neighbors in the other world or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I think I was talking about this with Grandpa Steve while we were at the park. 
was when they do the dog show. What is it? The, the two ladies. Oh, yeah. The show where the dogs are performing and it's like the same dog watching everything. Like there's, I don't know. Or were they just watching the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There yeah. was just like a theater full of like these little mangy dogs but, watching these ladies perform. It was weird. But Miss Pink has a hundred dogs. Well, yes. It was, it was a hundred too many and I just didn't enjoy it. That, that was my least favorite part. For sure. Okay. So let's move on to overall thoughts. I used to think that mommy looked a little like Miss Forcible because they have big boobs. <laughs> Dad, Dad, make like a loud siren oh, for, the, for like the vowels. Boob, boob, boobs is, is, is acceptable. So yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not a cuss word. Okay. But uh, if you're listening with your young children, um, good luck. Good luck. So. <laughs> well, thanks, Lukey. I appreciate that compliment. <laughs> so, um, the beloved grandma's turn. Thank you. My overall thoughts of the movie. Um, this movie is very near and dear to me. I have watched this movie with every one of my grandchildren um, because I love horror movies and yeah. no horror, horror movies. movies. That's what, horrible movies. I know I had a tongue twister. Thank uh, you very much. And it's not oh, a I'm horror sorry. movie, but it, it was a dark movie that I could share with my grandchildren. But I did share this with all of my grandchildren when I thought Tim Burton directed this movie. And I found out later it had nothing to do with him. And I was very yeah. disappointed. But my overall thoughts is it's it's a whimsical, dark movie that I could share with my grandchildren. And I can share Beetlejuice with you. That's right. We have shared that. And Jim Burton actually directs that. You're just cruising with Michael Keaton now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's... Papa's turn. All right. My overall thoughts. Um, I've expressed it. <laughs> I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I will say the first time I watched this movie, I, I honestly did think it was like three and a half hours long. And I was surprised to see that it was actually a relatively short movie at an hour and 40. Um, I can appreciate it a little bit more the more I watch it because I get... I get certain, I get different things out of it each time I do. Um, however, overall, again, I, I don't know if there's anything in the plot. I don't know if it's the animation. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but something about this movie just stresses me out. It spins me out. I I just can't sit comfortably and enjoy this movie for whatever reason. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying it's even a bad movie for me. It's just, it's just not one that I enjoy at all. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So it's mom's turn. My overall thoughts, I share daddy's opinion. I don't enjoy this movie. I don't understand why my mother enjoys this movie. <laughs> uh, I do think that it is important for children to learn that the grass is not always greener Especially we live in a day and age where so many 
famous people, famous children, famous actors and performers and YouTube and Instagram. They're, they're showing these lavish lifestyles and expensive vacations and costly goods to make it appear as though people have enormous amounts of wealth or happiness or travel or whatever it may be. However, it is important to realize that not every family can afford to do all of these things and take all these trips and buy all of these items. So I do think it is important for children to understand that the grass is not always greener on the other side. However, as I stated earlier, I don't think that it should be an excuse for poor parenting. So for our next question, we typically do a dream cast. However, pretty much everybody who's in this cast is still alive. So I think we decided to twist it up this week. So Lukey, what, wh how did we reframe the, the dream cast this week? Pick one person. If you could pick one actor or person, who would you recast? Who's going first? Me. Okay. So I wrote nobody, but I'm going to try my best to think. I feel like that the cat should, should be played by Ian McShane. I think Ian McShane would be good as the cat. You know, for the longest time, it's funny you say that, I thought that Ian McShane did play the cat. And as we were doing research for the movie, I realized that he was Mr. Bobinski and not the cat. So that's funny that you say that because I thought it was. Yeah, because I feel like Ian McShane's roles, you could identify them. Mm -hmm. So I think a double role for Ian McShane would be good. Oh, yeah. He's such a good actor. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Ian McShane. Definitely. We've had a lot of shout outs for, for Ian McShane. Ian, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> at, this, at this point, this is, this is a podcast about you. So. <laughs> okay. So it's Nana's turn. Well, I actually had two. And so I believe Miss Fink would be very, very well done by Julie Walters. Julie Walters is one of my favorite actresses. Oh, that's a good choice. Who's Julie Walters? Mrs. Weasley. Oh. I love Julie Walters. I love her voice. I think she's um, a great comedian, and I think she would fall into that role really well. I think I would enjoy her in that movie. That's a great pick, Nana. You love Julie Walters. I love Julie Walters. And my, my other one, if I can sneak one in, thank you for giving me a little bit of grace on this. I believe the other mother would be amazing with Helena Bonham Carter. Huh? I mm. love her voice. She's that? she played Bellatrix, Bellatrix ah. in Harry Potter. If you don't know who an actor or actress is, chances are they were in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. And fun fact, she was uh romantically linked to Tim Burton for a long time. They have a child together. Mm -hmm. And also who is not linked to this movie whatsoever, but we talked about it, so yeah. That's right. Also, <laughs> also 
and the same movie with Professor Snape and Wormtail and Sweeney Todd. Correct. Absolutely. That's right. Also That's Tim right. Burton. Yes. yes. Who still didn't direct Coraline. <laughs> <laughs> but with my choice, Helena Bonham Carter being playing the other mother, it kind of links Tim Burton in a roundabout way. And maybe that's why I picked her. I wanted uh, Tim Burton to does, be in this movie somehow. It does feel like a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> yeah. I probably would admit to liking it more if it wasn't. So it's Dad's turn. I would recast YB. And then I, if you were to use this person as YB, I would probably watch this movie on repeat. If you made Kevin Hart, YB. It <laughs> <laughs> would make it so much that more entertaining. That would be amazing. Less dark, but I a lot more comical. I would watch this movie constantly. As much as I watched Hook as a kid, I would watch Coraline with you all day long. Kevin Hart as YB. Remake the movie. Let's get it going. Oh, I think we need to do that. Coraline remake. Written by Luke White and Daniel White. Directed by Tim Burton. That's <laughs> right. That's perfect. Um, Somebody give me Kevin's number right now. I don't know Kevin's number. Well, we're going to get your number, Kevin. Yeah, when Ian McShane listening. comes on, he's going to give us Kevin Hart's number. I'm sure they're friends. No. Nope. So similar. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Thanks a lot, Gru. Okay. Shout out to Steve Carell. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of shout outs. So if I was going to recast somebody, I've got a couple and I actually thought it would be fun to redo the entire cast as British. <laughs> oh. um, you know how I love a British cast. No. However, I'm going to limit it just to two. For starters, I thought YB, maybe if he, Freddie Highmore, before he oh. grew up, he would play a good oh, YB. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. And then for Coraline, I was thinking either Saoirse Ronan or Lily Collins. I just think a British cast might, well, now Saoirse, of course, she's Irish, but, you know, that would a, a work Western too. European cast. That would work, too. What do you mean you only have two? Well, I can't just figure out two. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to end with a special question. Since me and Nana watched this movie with each other, what movies did y'all watch with your grandparent, your special grandparent? Ooh, that's a good question. Where do you want to start, Luke? We're going to start with Nana. I was hoping you wouldn't start with me. <laughs> that's a very hard question for me. Uh, my grandmother and grandfather, we did not watch movies or television together at all. Um, and my mother and I did not watch a lot of television either. So Coraline is my number one movie to watch with my grandchildren and Muppet Christmas Carol with oh. my children and Hocus Pocus oh. with all of you. And they're all, those times are very, very special to me. Um, I think the only thing I watched with my grandparents was the sunset and I get to see that every day. Oh, that's special. So it's mommy's turn. Well, I watched two movies specifically with my Nana, who happens to be your Nana's mom. She was 
one of the OG Nanas. <laughs> I watched South Pacific, which you know the song, 101 pounds of fun. That's my little honey bun. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's where that, that song is from. It's South Pacific, which is a musical. And then Mary Martin's Peter Pan. She is actually the person who ignited my love of singing and acting. And that's actually where you get it from, too. Pretty, pretty cool, huh? Pretty special. It may have been where I got my arts from, or it may have just been one day I woke up and I said, I want to be an actor one day. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember my mother watching those movies with your mommy, and that's very special for me, too. So, have anything more to say, you two? Nope, let's move on. So, it's Dad's turn. So, movies and television have always been something that I link memories to special people in my life with. Um, it's my number one uh, love and interest in life for entertainment. And with my mama and papa, as we discussed last week, the movie Hook, I wore that videotape out. I also watched a lot of Mrs. Doubtfire oh. with, with them, which is what sparked my love for Robin Williams. Um, with my other grandpa, my mom's dad, he didn't really watch a lot of TV, but with uh, his wife, my grandmother, Grammy Stanfield, I watched a lot of the old classic black and white horror movies. Really? I did. I did. Grammy. That's surprising. Yeah, Grammy. Grammy used to get those for me, like the Bella Lugosi. It was uh, Dracula, right? He was a lot of things. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, the Wolfman, Frankenstein. Wolfman! <laughs> I can't say wolf. Without like <laughs> opening my mouth all the way, so he's a wolf man. Wolf, wolf. <laughs> he's the sound that a dog makes. But yeah, no, I, I watched all those with her, and so those those are the the memories I have with my grandparents watching movies. So it's my turn, and grandmothers always have a special thing to do with their grandchildren, and so our special movie is watching Coraline with each other. Yes, I love that. I love that time with you. Yeah. All of our snuggle time and making popcorn. And oh, and eating spaghetti. In the bed. It's yes. the best. <laughs> and some garlic bread. Yes, watching Coraline eating spaghetti. And garlic bread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with some popcorn. And sometimes we'll get a milkshake. Yes, sometimes we do get milkshakes. With some garlic bread. Yes. <laughs> milkshakes with garlic bread. Mm. We associate Coraline with snuggles and food. Yes. But especially garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> so that about that's about it for today's episode. So next week I'll be picking since since I picked for Nana. So it's my turn to pick for for myself. And next week we will will be reviewing the baby of the boss.
Like it. Oh, nice. Boss baby. baby. <laughs> no, not the show. The show's dumb. <laughs> he is correct. If, if I was going to have to pick between the two movies in the show, I will never pick the show. Yeah. We're, we're talking about the, the one with Alec Baldwin. Yeah, one of Luke's favorites. Yes. yes. Can't wait for this one. So... Thanks so much for coming and joining us this week, Nana. Yeah. I had a great time. It's been a wonderful trip, and we get to finish it up with you allowing me to be a guest surprise on your famous podcast. Yeah. I feel very special. Thank you. And so you're going to be the only surprise because what other surprises could we do on the podcast? Oh, I um, think I can. You'll have to stay tuned to find out. So you may not be the only surprise, but you're the only guest surprise. And until Ian McShane comes, of course. Yes. And, and our pleasure to have you and, and we love you dearly. And you'll be on our podcast more often. Well, thank you. I hope I am on the podcast more often. So how about you drop a comment and do y'all have anything to say? No, like, subscribe, and share Luke's podcast. Kind regards. We'll see you next week. We love you.